Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today on O-Face Wrestling. This is your host, JT, and today I am joined by Nicole from Down With The Count. So thanks for joining us today, Nicole. Hi, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. No problem at all. It's always um, fun collabing with other podcasts, <laughs> you know, like, like we were talking about before, um, just, yeah. you know, growing our networks and all that. So um, today uh, I got you on the show because I want to talk about, you know, basically the four horsewomen. Um, a few weeks ago on uh, Backstage, Paige had made a comment about, you know, how WWE needs to start booking women outside of the four horsewomen. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of backlash on Twitter. You know, a lot of the four horsewomen, you know, fans were, weren't very happy about that comment. They kind of took it as like she was discrediting them and everything like that so um i want to you know throw out some of my notes on this and uh make some comments yeah, go ahead. So, at the end of the day i do agree that the four horsemen are great i think they deserve everything that they've gotten i understand though why you know fans or even other wrestlers would be a little irritated with how they're constantly getting showcased because uh, if you look at the statistics so ever since you know Sasha, Charlotte, and Becky debuted on Raw, which was July 13th, 2015. That was 1,809 days ago as of this recording. <laughs> Ever since then, they have won 24 titles. They've held all those titles for a combined 1,857 days. Oh, That's wow. more days than they've been on the roster. And you got to think Bailey's still a SmackDown champion. And then Bailey and Sasha are still the tag team champion. So that number is growing. And also, there's been three Royal Rumbles ever since the, uh, you know, the women's Royal Rumble has, you know, uh, came up, you know, in 2018. And two out of the three times, you know, was the winner was a four horsewoman member. So. I totally understand why a fan would, you know, think that maybe they're overbooked. So after saying all of that, um, Nicole, like, what's your opinion on, you know, the whole Four Horsemen? Do you think they're overbooked or, you know, what's your opinion? Um, I do. I do agree with that in a certain extent. And this is from someone who's a fan of all of them. Like, I love every single... Yeah, pretty much love every single one of them. Um, some I like a little couple I like a little bit more than most. Um, I like um, Becky and Charlotte a little bit more than I like um, Sasha and Bailey, but I still do enjoy them. I think they're fantastic wrestlers. Um, I just like Bailey better as a face when she's a face. I, she's like my favorite person in the world, but that's besides the point. Um, I do agree. And the thing with Paige's comment, I it was just kind of like, the right message coming from the wrong person because it was like Paige really you of all people are talking about someone being overbooked when it was the you AJ and Bella show for god knows how long before these women debuted on the main roster it was like you have a point but you're also the last person to talk about this so I do understand why she got so much backlash from that because it was just kind of redundant for her. But I do agree, especially when they have so many other women down there, especially now, I can understand if it was like a couple years ago when it's like you can't rely on two, three, four, whatever girls that they have there to help carry a division or help carry storylines. But now there's no excuse. 
So it's like, especially when you have people like Lacey, who's a star, when you have Bianca, when you have um, Naomi, which is criminally underused, and she's just as talented as a four horse woman, and she's been there even longer than they have. And and who else said like, and you think about Liv, Liv, who's real, who's, and I wasn't like a huge, huge fan of Liv when she um, started coming back, because I'm just like, I don't know what she's doing. But every time I've seen her in a match since she's come back, she's improved. Um, Ruby Riot, like there's just so many people that I feel like they could be pushing to the forefront that I do agree, like they need to start moving them towards the back. But obviously what Becky being gone for X amount of time and the same thing with Charlotte. At least there's two spots <laughs> that are open now. Exactly. Like I, I totally agree with you. Like, you know, like you mentioned, like the four horsemen are great. If I were, you know, Vincent Man and all, I would definitely book them stronger too. But you know, you have not including NXT, you have Raw and SmackDown, you have a lot of TV time. You could do things with the women outside of, you know, some of these major feuds, and you don't always have to have the same people in the title picture. I didn't pull up and do the research on the statistics on that, but I did hear something about at least one of the four horsemen members have been in, you know, like the title picture X amount of time, and I was like, Jesus, like, and you think about it, yeah, the title picture is usually always, you know, Charlotte or Becky or Bailey, you know, it's just, it's insane. Like you can do things with them outside of the titles as well. Um, and like you also mentioned, like you can't always book the same people because you never know when something will happen. Like Charlotte got injured, Becky's, you know, pregnant now. So it's kind of like now they have to build other people. And I'm kind of excited to see that. Um, because it, it, they do have a, crazy amount of talent on that roster you know you have like you said Naomi who's fantastic Bianca who I think is straight up like she could be the face of the whole division she has absolutely everything you would want in a wrestler you know Liv Morgan you know you said is improving a lot you know you have Oscar who is the Raw Women's Champion and I'm really excited to see her actually have you know a really legit good reign on Maine like she had in NXT um hopefully when Ember comes back she can get a spot um anyone knows me knows how I feel about her now she's incredibly talented um I'm also kind of wondering if you know with Becky and Charlotte you know leaving recently does that mean someone from NXT might come up and get a spot as well you know I've heard people kind of mention Rhea Ripley's name maybe or someone like that but you know they are very stacked in NXT too you have to think about that so there's plenty of women who can get these opportunities and you know with like I know there was also some kind of backlash and all people weren't really happy with Sasha and Bailey winning these tag team titles because a Bailey's now holding two titles when it could that spot could go to someone else but then a lot of people feel like these titles could potentially just be a prop in their storyline I will agree with Ember when she had mentioned that they don't need the titles in their storyline to make it, you know, what it can be. But I feel like it still does add something in it. And I feel like it adds credibility to these titles because unfortunately they haven't been booked and utilized the way they should have. I mean, I, I did enjoy the Kabuki Warriors title reign, but outside of that, it's kind of been kind of like iffy 
So I, and now that Sasha and Bailey are holding the titles, they're actually going across all the brands and doing what they originally wanted to do. So hopefully they can kind of build credibility to these titles and then pass them on to a team who can also really do something with that. So how do you feel about like Sasha and Bailey with these titles? Um, I thought I was going to hate it, but I don't mind it as much as I originally do because, again, it adds some value because the Kabuki Warriors really added value to the titles when it was just kind of like they're just there. Um, since there is so many people in NXT, and I don't think um, Rhea should be called up because I like Rhea a lot, but I don't think she's ready for a call-up. I think she needs to be in NXT for at least another year, at least a year, another year or two. And I've been preaching about this for months that I think those titles need to live in NXT for a bit, especially since NXT has a lot more ready to go tag teams. Like you have, I mean, they don't have a lot, but they have at least Kate and they have Shotzi and Tegan, they have um, Kaden, um, Kaden and Casey. And then they also have, um, Raquel and Dakota. And then also you can do pair Aaliyah with somebody. And I don't know what happened with Vanessa Bourne. I don't know if she's still, she injured or not with the company or something, but, um, she's kind of doing a thing with, um, that, uh, Robert Stone thinks that she could potentially be paired with Chelsea Green. Yeah, so yes. I don't know. Yeah, so Chelsea Green can end up going back to Robert Stone, and like her and Aaliyah could get back together, and or her and Aaliyah could get together, and you can also bring up two other girls who really aren't really doing much, or are just kind of like stagnant, and put them as a tag team together. I think um, I think Mia should maybe get paired with someone because I feel like she's just been kind of in like this weird teeter totter. And I feel like if they were going to give her the NXT Women's Championship, they would have by now. Um, you also have Marina and Jessamyn Duke make them a tag team. So that's at least five, five, six. So that's what I said. I was like, I think they need to leave, live in NXT for a little bit because they have the women back down there and they have enough teams so it doesn't seem random that except like when you're on the main roster and you have two random people pairing together to go after the titles. I think it makes way more sense in NXT, at least for a few months or X amount of time until they start building more teams on the main roster. Exactly. Cause I think like they, they have been doing it. They have been pairing a lot of random teams together on, you know, the main roster and yeah. sometimes it works. You know, I, I'm still kind of boggled why they broke up the Riot Squad. I thought they were going to be eventually the tag team champions. You know, they and, – and that's one thing. They were a female faction. Like, you don't really see that too much with the women. You know, you see tag teams and alliances, but you don't see many factions. So NXT definitely does make sense, especially ever since that, you know, NXT went to the USA Network. They've been really trying to showcase them a lot stronger. Yeah. Where they dominated Survivor Series. They dominated Royal Rumble. They had a, you know, a WrestleMania match. Why not put the NXT, or not the NXT, the women's tag titles, you know, on an NXT team? You know, especially considering, like you said, they have like five or six teams that are already established. So it just, it makes sense. And 
you know, then these NXT women can, you know, travel across Raw and SmackDown and once again kind of put the NXT name out there and help establish the brand at the same time. So it's kind of a win-win scenario. Yeah, so that's that's been always my that's been my pitch for months. I was like, those titles really need to go to NXT for a while. I think they'd get way better use, and especially when there's also way more women's matches that ends up showing on NXT than on Raw and SmackDown. Just let them go down there and like have fun with them and like establish them and stuff like that because it'll be say cool. So say I don't know, say Dakota and Raquel win them. Like it'd be cool to see them go on to Raw and face and face Iconics and then go over to SmackDown and face uh, whatever random tag team they put together or have them face Bailey and Sasha again and then then beat them and then starts unraveling more of their story. Like, there's so much you could do with that. Oh, yeah, I definitely agree. Like, um, speaking of random tag teams, I, I was actually a really big fan of Asuka and Naomi, like, it was like a year ago or so. Cause, oh, you know, yeah, I thought that was that was cute. I And I think that was right before the titles became a thing, too. Yeah, because... It was just like... Like, Asuka's, like, attire and all just went with the glow, like, when they would come out. Like, that was yeah. one team I really, really liked. I don't think we're going to get that again, especially no. with Asuka, you know, kind of more so focused, you know, on the singles, you know, the Raw Women's Championship and all that. Um, and I do want to ask you, because at Extreme Rules, Sasha is challenging Asuka. Do you, can you actually see them putting the Raw Women's Championship on Sasha and then literally Sasha and Bailey holding all the titles. No, I can't. I think they know people would have a conniption fit. I mean, they already kind of are now, and I feel like they know it would be even worse. So I can't see them. I can see Bailey doing something stupid, and then her costing Sasha the match, where I, that's where I feel like that's going to go, and that's going to kind of like slowly start going into her demise, and then they'll eventually lose the tag titles. Hopefully to someone in NXT. So <laughs> yeah, I think that's where they're I think it's just a plot device, to be completely honest, for to move their story along and for Asuka to have someone to face while they figure out who they want her to go up against next. Yeah, I, I think I can agree with that. Um I, I at the end of the day, I don't see Sasha winning. I, I'm excited, though. I mean, they had a really good match on Raw, like, two years ago, where, and then the one where Sasha almost killed herself doing the suicide dive. But it should be a good match. I wouldn't be 100% surprised if Sasha won, because, I mean, I was actually surprised they won the tag titles. I didn't I didn't expect that to happen. So, knowing WWE, yeah, they may know that there's going to be fans that would be irritated, but sometimes, you know, or a lot of the times, WWE doesn't care. If they have something set in their mind, they're going to go with it, you know. Um, maybe they have a good storyline in place for Sasha and Bailey holding all these titles. I mean, and I'm gonna be you know a little selfish about it me being a big Sasha Banks fan I will never argue about her holding a title <laughs> or multiple yeah. titles so I think it, the whole idea of it seems kind of cool I could see them kind of marketing and branding you know them as you know the double 
you know, Sasha, Bailey, two belts, whatever they want to call it. Yeah, or, it or they might just do it just so they can make it a fucking t-shirt because I feel like that's also on brand for WWE. We can put this on a t-shirt. Let's, exactly. let's just go with it. Because guess what? We'll buy it, you know? Yeah. I, I, will, I will buy that shirt if they get it just because it's Sasha. Um, so... I think we both can agree at the end of the day, the storyline will end with Sasha and Bailey feuding. When do you think we're going to get that match? Because I was originally expecting it to be at SummerSlam. Now with the tag titles, you know, involved, I think they may delay it to maybe Survivor Series or something. Oh, God, no, please, no. <laughs> That's too long. I, w- they, I wish they would have started a month ago. I'm one, of, I'm one of those people. I'm like, I honestly wish this would have started forever ago. They've been going back and forth forever now, forever. So it's just kind of like, I get it. And it's a lot different now, this time, because they're both heels and it was like beforehand, but it's just kind of like, oh my God, just like, please just get it over with us. Just start. It's just one of you hit each other. Please put me out of my misery and just mm-hmm. get Joe on the road. Yeah, this has been like the one you know, feud that they've been really prolonging for years. Like, I know they kind of ex- exploded on each other, like, what, two yeah, years yeah. ago, and they had that mini feud or whatever, and then they became buddies again and became the tag champions. And then I was kind of expecting something to happen, you know, with that. Never did. And then when Sasha took that hiatus last year, I'm thinking, she's going to come back and she's going to go after Bailey. She goes after Natty, and that turns into a feud with, you know, Becky. So then I thought, okay, well, maybe they're saving it for WrestleMania didn't happen and then i'm thinking well sasha's gonna win the money in the bank and then turn on Bailey. no so and they just still keep prolonging and prolonging and so it's kind of like jesus wwe like I, I don't know if they just can't make up their mind or if they just had this really long-term story in place for these two or maybe COVID 19 affected it too maybe they want to save this match for a crowd you know i think so too i think um COVID, i think if COVID wasn't an issue I think um, that we would have had this a while ago. I think we honestly, I feel like we would have had this for mania if it was, if we didn't have all of this going on in the world today, unfortunately. But yeah, like I said, I think they want to drag it out to a live audience, but at the same time, it's like, it's just, just started, just started (laughs) already. It's like, it's just so long. Just let's, let's get the show on the road, guys. Exactly. Cause I've been dying to see this much ever since they had their um, takeover match at respect back in 2015. I've been wanting the feud, uh, you know, then the feud on the main roster, and we've never really got that yet. So I think that they could both go out there and just kill it again. And like I said, considering the chemistry and how well we know they work with each other in the ring, there's no way. If you're WWE, you want that to be in front of a crowd because you know the crowd's going to be hot. You know they're going to be doing the this is awesome chance. Like, it's going to be a moment. And it just – you know, if I were WWE too, I would, you know, do my best to prolong. And I think they've been doing a pretty good job. It's, you know, it's not like it's getting stale or anything like that. People are still hot about it on Twitter and everything. So, I mean, it, it's not getting, you know, stale yet. Just hopefully by SummerSlam we can get a crowd back. I've been hearing, you know, things. But now, you know, there's been some issues with some wrestlers recently getting COVID or testing positive for COVID-19. So I don't know if that's going to affect anything either. We'll just have to see. 
Yeah, Florida's been having a, has had like a really huge spike. But that's also no offense to anybody who lives in Florida, but it's like that's their governor's fault because yeah, no, they like they basically had no restrictions, so um, it's not surprising. But yeah, just yeah, I just I want the people. I was like, I just want to get it started, and obviously their match at that takeover was groundbreaking to say the least, and. I think that's going to be like one of the matches like we're going to like look back at it look back at it like like we look at the Stone Cold and um Stone Cold and Bret Hart match and like it's all going to be on that caliber it's going to be something that ages very well and it's mm-hmm. going to resonate with a lot of like when we have a lot of women who are coming up in within the WWE in five ten years from now that's going to be like that's the match I know I mean we already have one of them in there right now which is Indy and so which is amazing and I I think that'd be that's so cool for Sasha and Bailey just as people to see someone that they inspire like they're actually in the company as well so I think that would be so cool if I was one of them but yes like we want them and I just and I do understand like want a crowd but it's just okay it's like come on yeah but uh, you know like going back to the whole like that's you know matches we'll look back at yeah because like I feel like the Sasha and Bailey matches at um Brooklyn and then uh Respect those are two matches that like if you know like I have a friend or family member who doesn't watch wrestling and if you were trying to convince them to become a fan those are like the matches that you would show them because <laughs> it's like how can you watch a match that good and just not get invested because I know a lot of people who got back into wrestling after not watching it for years because of that feud and because of all the you know the noise the four horsewomen were making in nxt yeah so they i feel like you know i I, and i said this before in other episodes like i feel like like aj lee and page started the revolution but i feel like the four horsewomen kind of like magnified it with what they 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 carry it yeah and i do and i give and I'm one that, and I give Paige and um, AJ a lot of flack um, at times. And I felt like it's a lot of well-deserved flack <laughs> sometimes, but I do respect them for um, kickstarting, kickstarting, helping kickstart what we have today, um, obviously for what we have in this generation, just women's wrestling getting more respected. But yeah, like I agree, like that's a match that you show when you want to get someone into wrestling. Um, especially women's wrestling, um, especially within the WWE. And you can also say that for the last woman standing match at Evolution with um, Charlotte and Becky, because that's my favorite match. Or even, and in my opinion, this is still Becky's best match to her day, her first um, match with Asuka at Royal Rumble. And I feel like that's something that's very, very looked over when people are talking about like favorite Becky matches and stuff. And I was like, I felt like she was just so good in that match that I didn't even care that I didn't, that it it, it didn't make sense that she was just showing up in a damn rumble. And I was just like, whatever, it's cool. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like that match gets overlooked because of the fact that Becky, you know, ended up winning the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And I do too. And I feel bad. I was like, I was like, she really is like, she really showed out of like that match. And it's like, no one, no, I feel like no one talks about it. And I get so sad because I'm also, I'm not a fan of that Royal Rumble in general, 
not because of like her wedding. I was super excited. It's just the structure of it was just a mess to me. And I don't know who produced it, but um, obviously didn't have them do them again because the next year was amazing. This past year's Royal Rumble was brilliant. So they learned their lesson, but it was just like so clunky and felt like everyone was just in there for it was like this really awkward time for like five minutes everyone's just like staring and like looking around at <laughs> each other and I was like this is a lot of people in the ring I was like this is like 20 people in the ring why is this why ropes please start throwing people out see I I gotta watch that uh or re-watch that Royal Rumble now because yeah I, I didn't realize it until it. I rewatched it and I was like oof I said this is a little <laughs> there was one time I watched all three of them and I was like, ooh, this is a mess. You would think it was the first one, but mm-hmm. Yeah, the first one was really exciting. I feel like they did a they had a good mixture of like women from every era and it just blended in so well. I do remember the second one having, you know, a lot of women from NXT and I got really excited about that because that's what I wanted. Because the first yes. Royal Rumble, the only NXT stars were Ember mm-hmm. Moon and Kyrie Sane. A lot of people were mad about that. But then they kind of made up for the next one. And then even last year's was really cool, especially seeing Bianca come on, come in there and dominate for a while. So Yeah, and especially <laughs> also with Alexa, because um, I give Alexa some flack sometimes for her in ring. But um, Alexa is someone who's also been improving a lot um, as well. And she did really good um, in that Royal Rumble. And I was really proud of her, um, especially like her having her injuries. And I was just proud that she was able to like, even though she was in there like a crazy amount of time, but she did. She also had a great performance. I feel like it's not talked about as well in that Royal Rumble because obviously Bianca's a star and she outshines everyone. But Exactly. So speaking of um, Bianca, what do you see them doing with her? Like they, she's been off of TV, I feel like for a little bit and she's, she's a big, WWE clearly likes her considering how strong they made her look at Survivor Series and, Mm -hmm. you know, do you think they're holding out on her for a big storyline or what? I think they're holding for, um, because I, what I've been hearing, like, everyone like all of the backstage people really really like her especially the higher ups i think and i and i and i'm so annoyed by this because it's like the same thing with sasha and bailey i think they're holding out for a crowd for her as well i think because she's just so like she's just like so much and i feel like and everybody was like what are they doing i was like they really like her and i'm like she has a commercial and i was like her yeah i think her i don't even think charlotte has one has a raw commercial it's like her Mm -hmm. and becky so i was like clearly i was like and that's when i and then after that i heard that they really like her i was like i think they're holding her off for a crowd and once they get a crowd back they're gonna start okay you go yeah i I see that too she kind of reminds me of sasha banks from 2015 where the fans wanted her but they kind of kept her off tv for a minute and then she came back at the royal rumble and you know went after charlotte so i can see something like that happening they want to hold her off until they actually have a good storyline maybe they're saving her for oscar they want oscar to go through a few competitors first and then something like that so because it wouldn't be unbelievable if she'd be, it'd be, and it would just make her look like a monster. She beats Asuka of all people yeah. as well. So I think that, and I've been saying that, I was like, I think she's going to be the one to 
take it off of Asuka. That's what I'm hoping. Um, I kind of, like, I, I wouldn't be mad, but I kind of think that maybe they might have Shayna do that instead. I, I feel like a Shayna and Asuka storyline is going to happen. I just don't know if they're going to actually pull the trigger on Shayna. That's what it looked like they were going to do leading up to WrestleMania. But then there was the rumors that Vince McMahon didn't like her. I don't know if that's true. But, you know, like, they haven't pulled the trigger on Shayna. They were invested in her big time leading up to WrestleMania. I, I, I think that's also believable as well as Shayna beating Asuka. And I forgot. Oh, I'm so sorry, Shayna. And I really like her. I completely forgot she was. She was <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. See, this is why. Yeah, so. I think. And also, I think um, WWE needs to do better of establishing women outside of title pictures as well because i'm like you see men's storylines all the time without title like titles in the ring you just don't like each other you can make it interesting and i think they're really missing that missing the mark with that in the women's division especially on the main roster especially with all the singles competitors i'm like you could do so many like feuds with different people just to get them exposure and like get them work and then you know whoever you want to go with they can get pushed up to the title picture just so you can have something going on so it's still fresh yeah because i mean they do it on smackdown with sonia and mandy so if they could do it on a two-hour show why can't they do something like that on raw with three hours you know like have Bianca and I mean have I would love they think they should put Bianca in a few with Natalia considering Natalia's a veteran she's they usually like to put her with the younger people who can kind of establish them a little bit more when it comes to their in-ring skills and stuff like that so I think that would be a good thing to do um with Bianca the only thing is Bianca's kind of been portrayed as a face you know ever since she's come up with you know the street profits and also in Natalia's a face so it's kind of like are they gonna kind of are, are they taking, you know, Bianca off TV for a little bit so they can bring her back as a heel, you know, versus, you know, them just kind of randomly turning her kind of thing? That could be the case as well. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I just, I do want them to, like like we talked about, just, like, start building, you know, wrestlers outside of the Four Horsemen. And I really want them to do it with Bianca sooner rather than later because at the end of the day, and Becky Lynch is proof at any time, like, because Bianca's married, Who's to say she doesn't want to, you know, settle down and have a kid soon? So it's like you yeah. should take advantage of the momentum that she has now because, you know, women wrestlers are different than men because, you know, men can't get pregnant and then go off for, you know, so, you know. You know yeah, so, exactly. So it's like, you know, I want to see them really give, you know, Bianca, you know, what she deserves and, you know, and, you know, at the end of the day, we've seen Bailey, Charlotte, and Becky have these really long, established title reigns. You know, Sasha is the only exception out of the four horsemen who I feel like hasn't gotten what she deserved. But it's time to start, you know, building other wrestlers because that's what the fans want. We we like, you know, fresh new faces and new feuds and so on and so forth. Exactly. Just to keep so like so to keep it not stale because especially and i know this is the women's division is what's is what people get more readily interested in on the main act and wwe in general also on nxc but the guys are good on there 
so it doesn't matter. So they kind of like balance each other out in a way. But on the main roster, like that's what really draws in eyes is the women's division. So it's like do more stuff with them. No one gives a fuck about the guys on there, minus of you know like a like a handful of people like New Day's Profits, um, Drew McIntyre, um, and a few others. Like no one cares. I'm like just so do more with the women. And Bray Wyatt, don't forget about him. I think. We oh, I never forget about Bray Wyatt. Yeah, he's but, that's it. Like that's the people who the men that are people are interested. I can fit on like two hands, maybe. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah, especially now with what they're doing with Bray, I think that's so. I I really want to see where that's going. I think that looks so cool. Like taking it back a little bit, but again, one of the few people, one of the few interesting men on there. So I feel like, especially with Raw, it's three hours. They were doing good, good with it for a while. They're doing okay, but I'm like, you can show more. Cancel main event. You don't need to have main event. Just have them wrestle on TV. Exactly. I didn't even, honestly, I didn't even know main event was even still a thing until I heard fans recently complaining about Bianca being on main event. Yeah, Bianca, that's where Bianca, Natty, um, Liv, and I think Ruby have all been on um, main event. I'm like, cancel, it's cancel main event and have like the other, and if you want to, and then just make 205, I don't know, I don't know, like rebrand it in a certain way and then have maybe one women's match on that just have but have most of them on tv if you have three hours exactly i mean you have all this time to utilize it you know i think it's safe to say that women's wrestling is hot like people that's what the fans want and they've proven it throughout all the pops and the chants and stuff like that like we we had the we want saw show chance you know fans were hot for becky for a while they're hot for bianca like it's proven that this is what the fans want i mean we wanted it so bad they you know they were put into the main event of wrestlemania a year and a half ago so i just feel like it's still I can't say because we're not backstage. I don't know what goes on and why they do what they do and don't do what they we think they should do. But, uh, it, you know, it, it is definitely what the fans want at the end of the day. That's all I'll say. Yeah. <sighs> so, um, Nicole, is there any other thing you wanted to add to the whole, like, four horsewomen and all that kind of stuff? No, I just – and I know Charlotte's been getting a lot of flack for her being on literally every show, like literally any show that you can ever think exists. Charlotte Flair popped up for a period of time. But um, I think – and it's one of those things I appreciate their contributions and stuff, but it's also like people need to realize these women are getting older. Um, I can't see Charlotte wrestling um, for much longer um depending on how um, Becky feels when she comes back we might not ever have her back as in a full-time capacity she might really like being a mom and if she does that's cool for her because obviously that's her life and also same thing with um Sasha and Bailey like we don't know they might decide it's like you know what like I want to like be gone for a little bit longer or I I also want to start family and or Sasha or Bailey's case get finally get married and I think they need um WWE needs to start building other stars because you don't want to have a John Cena problem where when John left and the comp and the men's division was in shambles and that's the same and that 
and that was history repeating itself because when the rock left the company was in shambles and no one knew what to do when stone cold left again it was in shambles so i think they need to start building not put all their eggs in one basket start building people up even if you want to still concentrate on the four horsewomen just in case when they're gone or when you know what we can cycle these in they're good yeah i mean i definitely agree i forgot what wrestlemania it was but both john cena and randy Orton were both hurt yeah. and the the star power for that wrestlemania just felt so weak and it's because you know once again they they built you know, the roster around the same people for years. And then when, you know, The Undertaker became part-time and Edge retired and all these wrestlers, their other big-name guys left, they they didn't have anyone else ready for them. And that's the whole, like, cycle process. You could cycle these wrestlers around. You can give them breaks. We don't need to see the same wrestlers. And, that, and that's because people have talked about, like, having, like, an off-season for wrestling. Why not just cycle the wrestlers, give them, you know, you know, a two month break here and there and have other wrestlers take the spotlight, keep it fresh. Because I mean, at the end of the day, I don't want to see any wrestler on this, you know, more than once a week, other than like a pay-per-view or something like that. Like, I don't want to see the same wrestler on Raw and SmackDown every week. I don't want to see the same wrestler constantly in the title picture, you know, other than maybe my few exceptions of like the, you know, like the Saucer Banks or something like that. But, you know, and that's like, once again, me being biased, but yeah, like you need to cycle things that you need to always look at the future versus now because, and and that's kind of the issue too that WWE's had for years. They keep relying on the veterans, the legends like Undertaker and Goldberg, yes. Triple H to come back and, you know, sell these tickets and get the ratings up for these, you know, big pay-per-views and all. And it's kind of like now that these older wrestlers are starting to retire, Undertaker apparently is retired now. So it's like you really need to, to build up these star powers because, Saudi Arabia, who gives them a lot of money, are they going to be willing to do that if they don't have, you know, Undertaker anymore, stuff like that? Like, are they going to be willing to pay all this money for Braun Strowman? You know, you just got to think about it like that. They, they, you know, they need to start building men and women in general. So, yeah. 100% agree. Yeah. Well, um, Nicole. Thank you so much for uh, joining oh, us. Oh, no problem. It was really fun. I definitely want to continue to do stuff like this with, like, you know, your show and other shows and all like that. So it was definitely really fun. Um, do you have any um, or do you want to share your other platforms with us on the show? Um, yeah. So if you guys want to check us out at our social on t- Twitter is um down for the count down um down for the count with the four um 10 and then also our instagram is d4tc underscore podcast um check us on both platforms um we also have a facebook um i have not done anything with it so i'm not gonna plug it but i will be plugging it soon um you can also find our podcast on anchor and spotify if you only have anchor spotify and google podcasts if you do only want to listen to us on um apple podcasts if you go to our rss link on any of those and copy it in apple um podcasts it will pop up Uh, we're still working to get that on those platforms 
but also make sure you check out welovewrestling.com. Um, we love um, W-E-L-U-V um, wrestling.com and as part of a really cool collective with a bunch of creatives and we have everything from um, podcast links, um, interviews. We also have merch um, that's on there. Our pride merch is going to be donated to the Alley Forney um, Center in New York. So check that out. Um, we also are going to be having a book review for the Bellas coming up on there. And we just have a bunch of stuff on there because if I love wrestling, you love wrestling and we love wrestling. I like that that works out really well. <laughs> is that like your like official slogan or is that Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, Tara right. would kill me if I went somewhere and didn't say it. So I make sure I just sneak that in for you. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely check out all those platforms, everyone, and uh, make sure that you also subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, Thank you all for tuning in today. And once again, Nicole, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. No problem at all. I'm just representing down with the count. So you all have a great day and we'll see you next week. All right.